Welcome to Avoid All Spoilers. I'm Brad Billinger. We're joined by Meg O'Connor. Hello. Uh, this week we're talking about, well, not this week, it's this uh, podcast. We're talking about... The pool. Mr. Wilson. Pool. Dead. So, Deadpool. Get into it. Oh, God. <laughs> Get so, into yeah. it. Get into it. Um, I loved it. Oh, my God. It's probably one of the best ones I've seen so far. And it's so true to character. Um, it's so out there. I mean, I sat there and thought I was going to pull something. I laughed so hard. Um, yeah, Deadpool was one of those movies where the movie ended. Um, you had told me in advance that there was going to be a double um, post um, – what is it? Post-credit – Right. Uh, scene. Right. And so I waited, and then when we finally left, I was like, oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> we should go in and see it again. <laughs> it was one of those movies where like, I find, like, very, very, very few movies you watch, and immediately you want to just rewatch. Yes. This was one of those movies. If I had to give it a rating, I'd be like, 10 out of 10. Absolutely. You feel like you could go see it several times and get even more references and even more layers and yeah, everything. Yeah. I could have watched it probably three times in a single day and been like, that movie was good. Although I, I friend... bet you after the third time I might have been like, okay, I need to take a little bit of a break. <laughs> I have a good. friend in West Virginia who's on her fourth watching. Oh, but hey, she wants to spend the money, yeah. <laughs> um, so how did you see this movie? You just saw it um, just standard, right? Yeah, I, I lucked out. My boss let me go early because I explained I'd been waiting to see it. Um, we actually tried to see it opening weekend, and our movie theaters near our house are at the end of a mall. And the movie theater's parking lot and half of the mall was so full that we couldn't even get in. So obviously I had to wait. And I'm like, I've been waiting a week. Can I leave early? And my boss is all, yeah. And there's a mall across from where I work. So I left work, went over there, and sat down. Perfect. It was perfect. So, um, this was one of those movies that I ended up seeing in IMAX. I don't know if... Oh, um, lucky you. I don't know if in your area if that's, like, a thing. Because every, every theater has, like, their own name for the high-definition version or whatever. We have an IMAX theater. Um, it's at the Pacific Science Center in Seattle. Okay. But the regular ones, they're usually just regular high-def movies or sometimes 3D, depending on what you pay for. Right, right, So right. I just saw the regular high-def movie. Okay, right. So um, where I, I didn't technically see it in IMAX. I saw it in what this other theater calls RPX, but it's the same difference. Mm -hmm. It's basically uncompressed audio is what Yeah, I've heard the term. Yeah. Um, I don't think if I saw it the second time, I'd go to see it in IMAX again. Uh, I only did that because I really wanted to see the movie, and that was the only ticket I could get, basically. <laughs> um, Understandable. So I was like, you know what? I'm just doing it. And I was not disappointed, um, although I did not notice a difference. <laughs> um, I guess, like, it's a little bit louder, and, I mean, honest, honestly, it, it it's not... I don't feel IMAX is all that different than a regular movie, but it was good. Um... From the trailers, we could see that we had, um, oh my goodness, I can't remember her name. Which character? Uh, the, uh, female X-Men. Oh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yes, yes, oh my goodness. <laughs> How could I forget that? <laughs> I don't know, because I personally didn't really remember her from any of the 
comic no. books or anything, but it's been a long time since I've read them. But I liked her and I liked their interaction. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say right off the bat, this is going to be uh, explicit probably. Um, Definitely. Since, <laughs> you can't review Deadpool since, and yeah. be non-explicit. <laughs> especially since one of my favorite um, parts was actually in the trailer, which I don't think it was on the TV trailer. It might have been. I don't know if it gets past like the FCC or whatever. Um, where, he, where he's like, Oh, I so pity the dude who pressures her into prom sex. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I, I loved that whole interaction where he's making fun of her being all gothic. And it's like, ooh, which is it going to be? Sullen silence or mean comment? <laughs> yeah. And then, he's, and then he's, she's like, yep, you drew me into a corner. <laughs> <laughs> you win. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, oh, my goodness, it was hilarious. Um so let's get through the non-spoiler stuff quick because okay. I really want to get into the spoiler stuff. Okay. Um, so we both agree this is like 10 out of 10. Movies. Absolutely. Um, what kind of non-spoiler stuff can we even talk about? <laughs> um, well, how about the cinematography? I mean, there was the use of a CGI character, but completely believable, if you ask me. I was very impressed. Um the widescreen shots of some of the larger battle sequences, fight sequences, um, I thought they were very well used. It had that sort of dark, gritty feel when it needed to, but it also kind of lightened up where it needed to lighten up, if that makes any sense. I thought visually it was very compelling. Yeah, it, it was really good. Um, I do like the two X-Men cameos. Um, mm-hmm. We had Colossus and uh, Negasonic, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Negasonic <laughs> Teenage Warhead. There we go. Yep. Um, it was good. It had a lot of third. Like it broke the the fourth wall a lot. Um, At least twenty three times, according to some reviewers. They, At least yep. I thought it was a lot more than that. And somebody did a breakdown, but I don't have the numbers in front of me. But they were like, "This is definitely rated R." They said like, "Fuck!" Like. Every, I think they said like every 45 seconds they said the word. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Um, or some version thereof. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, oh, I thought this was a superhero movie, but this guy just turned him into a fucking kebab. <laughs> You're probably thinking, this was a superhero movie, but that guy in the suit just turned that other guy into a fucking kebab. Surprise. This is a different kind of superhero story. <laughs> that was a good one. That was very well done. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, oh my goodness, this movie's perfect. Um, A little bit. Uh, I can't believe some people brought their kids to see the movie and was, like, surprised. Yeah, I lucked out seeing it on a Friday afternoon before most people got off work. There was only five or six other people in the theater and no kids whatsoever. Cause, but I've seen reports where people have brought yeah, we didn't have any you know, kids nine and ten-year-olds. Why would you do it. that? Yeah, I don't understand. Um, it's not made for them. It's <laughs> my not girlfriend had showed me um, one of, like, these, like, spoof things that they have on the internet for uh, Deadpool. Uh-huh. It had like a picture of Ryan Reynolds and then it had a bunch of text and it was like it was like, to all you parents out there who decided to bring your kids to this R-rated movie, you guys are fucking idiots. And <laughs> oh, by the way, since you're here, here's how babies are made. <laughs> I think I've seen that one. <laughs> Did you see it? And it was like I believe it. <laughs> it was like, when a guy loves a girl very much <laughs> Yes. 
like that style. And then at the it, end was, it, goes, it was graphic. Yeah. And then at the end it goes, oh, P.S. Santa Claus doesn't exist. Yes. Yep. I saw that one. Parents enjoy that one. Um, but yeah. Oh, my goodness. I was like, I can't believe you thought that that was a good movie. Set, first off, it's rated R. Yeah. Um, I almost feel like maybe there should be another rating system for stupid people. Because, like, like, rated R is technically, like, you can't see this unless you're 17 or a parent brings you. Then there should be, like, another rating where it's, like, you can't go to see this movie no matter what. Even if your parents bring you, then, like, the person that gives, like, the tickets has to say, oh, you can't bring a kid to this movie. Sort of like how, like, some kids can't go into some, like, bars, I guess, right? Right. Same difference. Because, like, this movie was totally, like, inappropriate. Like... My uh, younger brother is 16, and that's, like, borderline. I might bring him. I might not. <laughs> borderline. Because it was so, like, it, like, some things might be, in a, like, uncomfortable to watch with, like, a younger kid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can um, understand that some ki- some parents, you know, A, that the kids these days are growing up way too fast, and wow, that makes me sound like my mom. Um <laughs> You know, they say that they can control it, that they can deal with it, that uh, my I raise my kids better, whatever. But the point is, you shouldn't have to. I mean, yes, your kid might, you might think your kid is mature enough to go and watch a bunch of, let's be honest, beheadings and sex scenes and cussing <laughs> constantly. But why would you willingly subject a 9 or 10 year old to that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. Um, I've got a... Go ahead. Semi-spoiler for a movie that's actually not Deadpool, but uh-huh. I guess they have... Uh, have you seen X-Men Origins? Yes. So, like, the guy with uh, Weapon 6 or something like that, right? Weapon X. Oh, right. Weapon X. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reading this stupid thing, and they have <laughs> Weapon X, and then they have... It's not 10. It's just letter- Weapon X. Then they have the letter <laughs> I after it. So That's it's weird. actually Weapon X-I. That'd be 11. Like, like it was like another sentence, but I read it in like sequence. Um, or Roman numerals. Goes to 11. No. <laughs> <laughs> so they have, um, like somebody had mentioned like this guy has his like mouth like sewn shut kind of-ish. Right? Yes. Mer- Merc with a mouth, but no mouth, I guess. Right. Right. I did not know that this guy and Deadpool are kind of like, like, like this is like a tricky part of like the series to me. Cause like, first off, they obviously can't be the same guy, but they kind of are. Did I mean? Well, that's why he makes fun of it. Exactly. This, I mean, they didn't do the whole sewing up of the mouth permanently thing in the comic books. And this is why he references it in his movie so much and makes fun of what a bomb that appearance was. Mm -hmm. I mean, getting into the spoilers for Deadpool, when he holds up the little doll, that's basically his character from that movie and said, Oh, this is my favorite. I'm like, Oh God, really? (laughs) No, I thought that was hysterical. (laughs) But yeah, but um, his yeah his yeah, constant reference to Wolverine. I think we'll just go into funny. spoilers because it's so good. You have to, you have um, to. <laughs> so opening scene, right? They have the slow motion from mm-hmm. uh, the car from the trailer, really. From, yeah, basically yeah. from like the car wreck on the thing, and they had a lot of. It was like a mil- like a million third wall breaks 
fourth wall breaks oh. all at the beginning because like, I they loved had, it. They had the Hello Kitty thing, which yes, which not many people would know unless they followed the Deadpool movie on Twitter. Because mm-hmm. I guess the Deadpool uh, account for uh, Twitter was only following one other account, and it was Hello Kitty. <laughs> yeah, and that's where this whole thing comes in. And then they got like Ryan, uh, um, Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, uh, uh, People Magazine cover, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I'm like, and, and the Green Lantern reference in the wallet. Oh, that was well, yeah. And then he was Green Lantern later too. on, where they're like. Please don't make the super suit green or animated. Yes. Oh, God. That's, it's just perfect. I mean, the entire thing, cussing aside, all of the pop culture references and references to previous appearances of the character. I mean, it, it's part of the reason I was just laughing so hard through the entire movie. Just all the little references are great. The movie was... I don't think it could have been any better, honestly. Like, the music yeah. was good, too. Oh, gosh, yes. Like, uh... Oh, my goodness. That, some of the, the some of that music was old. Um, The song yeah. that they play while he's listening to, like, his old uh, Walkman or whatever. <laughs> oh, While he's gosh. drawing. That movie, that, that song is from 1993. <laughs> so Isn't it's like... That old? So it's like, <laughs> that's pretty old for, uh modern day movie for a modern day movie yes i, but think I guess it, so is the walkman so <laughs> yeah I think it really kind of plays to the eclecticness of deadpool's character of pulling from all these little weird things that he likes he's not just a, a one focused kind of guy when it comes to the stuff he likes mm-hmm. and uh then they had um at the very end where they're doing the fight scene on what seems to be the helicarrier from the Avengers. Um, right. Right. They, he's playing the, uh, and I can't think of the name of the song. I just had it written down before we started, but. Oh gosh. Uh, and I it? just saw it yesterday. I know. <laughs> what is it right called? there in my head. I'm gonna have to look it up. <laughs> um, but then he forgets like his, uh, his like ammo bag. On the taxi? Again. Again. Yes. yes. And then um the he he's like the like music stops and then he's like, Oh, we just gotta go in like katana style and then he's like start the music back up. Yeah. Oh, it's X gonna give it to you. Ah, okay. From uh DMX. Okay. But I'm like he's like, start the music. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my goodness. He they're the fourth wall breaks are just never gonna end in this movie. And that's just perfect for the character. Yeah. And it's such a wide range. I mean, again, the eclecticness, such a wide range of music. I mean, you've got the DMX, you've got the salt and pepper. Um, the one that starts off, it's an old, it's like from, I think the seventies. Oh, angel of the morning by juice Newton. <laughs> and from your blank silence, it's really old. <laughs> I'm going to give you a little uh, disclaimer or spoiler here. It's not that old for me because I'm going to be 46 this year. So I remember a lot of this music. So it's it's half flashback, half, (laughs) oh, my God, I remember. That's so cool. (laughs) How'd you feel about the Ferris Bueller's Day Off cameo at the end? You're still here. It's over. Go home. 
again, laughing my butt off. I just loved it. See, I didn't catch it at first, but then I was like, oh my gosh, that that's yes. from the the it's and the funny the enough thing is it's not even from yeah. a scene it's not even from a scene in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's from a fourth wall break in Ferris yep. Bueller's Day Off. So it, it's like his other reference, a fourth wall break within a fourth wall break. That's like sixteen walls. Like that's 16 so meta. Walls. <laughs> <laughs> totally meta. The math is just – but now you know that if you're going to do multiple fourth wall breaks, it's a multiplicative. It's not, a di- it's not Apparently, addition. Apparently. It's exponential, yeah. yeah. Who knew? <laughs> but I'm like, oh my goodness. And then he's, well, like, he's like, make sure you pick up your popcorn. Don't be a dick. <laughs> I liked that. I actually really liked that, that that was a total dick move. And you know, here's this character who goes through making these horrible messes – killing people left and right you know in really gory but not gross ways if that makes sense i mean to me it was no more gross except for the guy that like smushes against the road sign that was pretty nasty yeah he was like a pile of but it was from a distance (laughs) it was still from a distance i mean i've seen a lot worse but you know he does all that but then there's these little things like the pick up your popcorn you know, a little social responsibility thrown in there. <laughs> yeah, don't leave this place in the mess just because you like the movie. Yeah, I like how he's like... Oh, you're expecting a teaser for Deadpool 2. Well, we don't have that kind of money. You're expecting Sam Jackson to show up with an eye patch and a saucy little leather number. But I can tell you one thing, and it's a bit of a secret. In the sequel, we're going to have Cable. Amazing character. We have no idea who we're going to cast yet, but it could be anything. Just need a big guy with a flat top. Could be Mel Gibson, Dolph Lundgren, Kira Knightley... He's got range. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he did say they wanted Cable, and that's what they've said again. See, people are kind of hoping that areas. in the next movie they also kind of include death. But because we'll Cable's going to be in it, they're not sure if there's going to be room for it. But maybe. Yeah, we'll have to see. What death budget, is one of those like, really budget. obscure things, though. Well, yeah. Like super obscure. Like the incarnation of death itself. And wasn't there a period of time where Wolverine actually filled that role, I thought, in the comic books? Well, that would work then. But you got to remember, they could only afford two X-Men for the movie. So, (laughs) Right? They could only afford two X-Men for the movie, and it wasn't even, like, (laughs) well-known ones. Yeah. I mean, I knew Colossus, but the only one that that got me is if he knew... Okay, you could argue that Deadpool as the character knew colossus but not in a really close friendly way because he Mm -hmm. kept telling him go away and stuff and at the very end he's commenting on colossus's relationship with negasonic teenage warhead and comments something to the effect of how he's like a big brother which just made me really laugh because the character of colossus Pyotr rasputin actually has a mutant little sister at the mansion iliana and I'm like, what about her? <laughs> but obviously Deadpool never met her. <laughs> Although I do like how he arrives at the the X-Men mansion or whatever. Oh, yeah. And he mentions about how it always blows up and how he, <laughs> how he goes, how come when I come here, it's only you two? It's almost like we couldn't afford another X-Men. <laughs> yes, I, I thought that was hysterical. It's and a great he, reference. He mentions uh, Wolverine's really smooth balls. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, my I was gasping for air at that oh, one, no. and his his imitation of Hugh Jackman's Australian accent was yeah, he's like down under. Yeah, it's all smooth down under, and then Marco, oh my god, he did not just say that. 
there was a visual I didn't need. And it, that was at like, the very beginning, too. Yeah, yeah, when he was sitting up on the bridge. He's like, whose balls do you have to fondle to get a movie? I can't tell you, but it rhymes with Pulverine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, utter brilliance. Uh, yeah, the, the constant references to Wolverine and to Hugh Jackman made me laugh so hard. I mean, even um, putting his face on the under his face mask at the end. From the, um, mm-hmm. he took it out of the magazine. Remember? Yep. And then when she pulled it up to kiss him, it, that, that was all really. <laughs> that, that was too funny because he had, because then he it was a bag first, right? Or I believe so. I, I can't. Gosh, I can't remember. But I, I, I do know he, that he uh, takes. It could have just been his mask, for all I know. Um, yeah. But then he then she takes it off, and he's got a stinking mask stapled to his face. Yes. <laughs> And he's like, he's like, you just gotta just just pull it. But if you think about it, when did he do that? I mean, <laughs> I know it was tremendously funny, but you can't tell me that he had time between falling off the. This is not a helicarrier, helicarrier, and going to kiss her and save her and everything that he had time to staple this thing onto his face, and it wasn't wrinkled as hell. <laughs> Because otherwise, how would you have fought with those teeny tiny little eye holes poked through the right. paper? <laughs> and, you know, I want to know in in superhero outfits like Spider-Man and Deadpool and such, what is the mesh made of over the eyes that you can't see through it, but they can see out so perfectly? Because I could use that for Halloween costumes. I would love that. <laughs> now, out of, um, out of the actual movie, though, but... In reference to Deadpool, which is fitting because of all the fourth wall breaks, uh-huh. um, he actually just like walked off set with like the suit on. That's what I heard. He took it. He didn't yeah. ask. And like the customer is like, "Hey, don't you want to take that off?" And he goes, "Try to take it off, me." I believe it. <laughs> That's hysterical. I'm keeping that. Uh, which I don't blame him because that thing was like cool. I mean, when you've been waiting ten years to play that character, you're gonna keep something, right? And no, I, I would. It would be perfect if he just shows up at like a Comic Con dressed as Deadpool. And then like people like criticize him about not being like like accurate. They're like, Yeah man, your suit's not accurate. You're not Deadpool enough. And then <laughs> and he pulls and, the mask, he takes off. The mask off. He's like, dude, this is from the movie, you idiot. <laughs> oh my god, I would pay to see that. Although, uh, I don't think we would ever see that, because if he went to a Comic-Con, he'd have to, like, kiss, like, a bunch of other people and stuff. And do he like, would be mobbed. Things. He would be so mobbed. Because, that, like, that's what you expect. Like, that's why almost nobody goes as Deadpool to, like, a Comic-Con. Because they yeah. expect you to be, like, insanely weird. So, like, you'd have to, like, go in, like, maybe just, like, the top half of Deadpool and wear your underwear on the bottom half or something weird <laughs> like that. <laughs> I, I don't like, know. There's some people at Comic-Cons that are weird to start with. <laughs> Not all, but a few. <laughs> yeah, oh my goodness. The, the movie was, it was good. And then, uh. I loved it. I like how he, like, shishka bobs, uh. Oh, what did, he said his name, like, a million times in the movie. That was, like, the, like, Ajax? Name. No, his real name. Francis. Right, Francis. He's like, what's my name? <laughs> <laughs> Francis. Yeah, I've seen a lot of memes go around the internet before I saw the movie of people that took a bottle of the Ajax dish soap and put tape over it and wrote Francis on it, and now I get the joke. <laughs> That's yeah, creative. He's like, he's like, he got his name off of a stinking dish soap bottle. <laughs> yeah. 
you got to admit, Ajax, I mean, why would you go there, Ajax? But how else would you think of that? It, oh it's not like he's clean. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The, the, the movie was just perfect. And it then they was. had, like, stuff that they had from the trailers where he's like, Wait! You may be wondering why the red suit. Well, that's so bad guys can't see me bleed. This guy's got the right idea. He wore the brown pants. He's got the right idea. He's wearing the brown brown pants. pants. (laughs) Oh, yes. That that was just awesome. And then he gets shot in the balls and he goes, right up Main Street. (laughs) Right up Main Street. (laughs) Yeah, I I can't even think about how that much. Because even though he has this amazing healing factor, and we're not even going to go into the little bitty hand part. I, li- I like how I like how his hand doesn't just regrow; it has to go through all the stages of like. Yes. <laughs> so it starts off as like a baby hand. <laughs> I bet it's going to feel huge in this hand. <laughs> he goes, "Oh my gosh!" And then when the the blind lady's like, "Loves blind," and he goes, yep. "You're blind." <laughs> I liked Althea. I thought she was funny. That was funny. She was oh, sassy. Does, I would like he, to see more of her. He says like something like he hid like crack or something in her house or something. Oh yes, uh, six. What was it? Six kilos of coke and the cure to blindness. <laughs> it's like, dude. That yeah, he's like, I, he's right. like, he's like, I've hidden uh, six kilos of coke next to the cure for blindness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, sassy. We gotta love our sassy Wade. Yep, and then he, she's like, I can hear you. <laughs> everything I can hear everything oh god the unicorn I, I thought I was going to pull something laughing when it, the unicorn um yeah <laughs> oh my gosh right right yes. yes masturbating with a toy unicorn that was funny I was actually speaking on, on that topic I mean we know that it's not just about blood and gore and, and cussing there is some sex scenes, albeit not tremendously graphic in this movie, but I was impressed that they kind of went there, not only with the masturbation scene, let's face it, that fits Deadpool, (laughs) but with the different kink variations between him and his girlfriend. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that. I was impressed. (laughs) (laughs) I was, well, the one where she was behind him as well, and it's like, oh my I was kind goodness. of impressed that they showed how adventurous he was. Yeah. You know, I mean, normally in a movie, it's just, uh, let's put the girl on top, and that way we can have the partial nudity ho-hum kind of thing. Yeah. Which, agreeably, they that did. Two in his question. That was too funny. That he's was. Like, he's like, no, 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 no. This is not working. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but at least they went there. It's like, yeah, he's he's adventurous in more than weapons. <laughs> Although I do find it funny how he goes through all of the trouble to get um, all, like, the guns out of the house. He even st- takes the old lady's one that she's got hidden mm-hmm. um, and then forgets it all. <laughs> yeah, his constant forgetting of the ammo bag. And did you notice the ammo bag has got pink flowers all over it? I did notice it. And it's I, like a duffel bag or a, it reminded me of a diaper bag, honestly. I loved how he forgot his ammo at the beginning of the movie because then he was, like, counting – Yes. Um, that was hilarious. And I, like, all the bullets had, like, the number on it. And then the one guy that he shoots, like, three times. Uh huh. He's like, four, five, six. He's like, it was worth it. He's like, <laughs> totally worth it. Yes. 
Although here's a here's a uh, little bit of trivia about that. That weapon um, was chosen because of its size. It's a desert eagle, which is absolutely huge. And he had some. He said that he had twelve bullets and then counted down. Unfortunately, the desert eagle really only has a magazine capacity of seven plus one oh. in the chamber. Yeah, so eight. So he didn't have 12. <laughs> but, you know, movie magic. Let's go with it. It's funnier. <laughs> it gives him the excuse to shoot three people in the head. Of course. All at the same time. Of course. Which, which that, that level of gore should be in, like, every single movie. It was, like, not uh, too know. bad, but it was, like, <laughs> it was enough to have, like, chunks flying everywhere. <laughs> Most... I was actually surprised that, because I'm not normally a gore type of fan i mean when it comes to horror movies i'd rather be scared than grossed out same but i can handle gore if it's what i consider slightly unrealistic gotcha and this was just on it was gross but it was on the funny side of gross if that makes any sense yeah really he gets like shot through the army he's looking at the guy through it yeah exactly it's like it's gross but it's not like the special effects were obviously special effects yeah yeah, so I was fine with it. I mean, it's, again, nothing I would let a kid watch under, let's say, 14 at the latest. But for an adult, I, I think most adults could actually handle that unless they have a weak stomach. Yeah, and I Caveat, I have worked in an ER. <laughs> I absolutely loved uh, the interaction with the taxi driver. Um, oh, yes. His name is impossible to pronounce. Dopinder. Yeah, Dopinder. Yep. <laughs> he goes, dead pool. No, pool, dead, right? <laughs> Where you go, Mr. Pool? <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's, he's like he, oh, why are you wearing red, right? He's like, it's Christmas time, and I got it. somebody on my naughty list. Why the fancy red suit, Mr. Pool? Oh, that's because it's Christmas Day, Dopinder, and I'm after someone on my naughty list. <laughs> you do that very well. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's too like funny. The- Negasonic Teenage Warhead? Is uh-huh. right on the first list, although I did not see it the first time because I didn't uh, recognize her actual name. That's who I was looking for. Wasn't there something about this is the actress's first big role, too? Yeah, I, I believe. So. so, hey, good breakout for her. <laughs> Could have used some more lines, but, you know, oh, it's a, a third-line character, too. Yeah. But I think she's got potential. I did find it very interesting that her X-Men suit was not the typical one of the X-Men movies where it's all black with color trim. It mm-hmm. was the actual, here's a lot of yellow on black, kind of going back to the comic book style. Yeah, yeah. It was it was uh, like Wolverine comic book style. Yeah, yeah. That whole era of the X-Men when it was all yellow and, and black and giant sections of the colors and I mean, the others were nice and very kind of clean and trim-looking and stuff, but this was blatantly X-Men. I really liked it. Interesting tidbit. Two people yeah. play Colossus. Really? One guy does the voice, and another guy does the face uh, CGI. That's interesting. Yep, this huh. guy, Stefan Kaplick, does the voice, and then a whole other guy does the, uh, like, they CGI his face on the guy. Interesting. I guess they need some sort of military-looking guy. Probably. And I, I mean, it's maybe, easy maybe he to doesn't do a sound like guy. military enough, I guess, so maybe they need another guy for the voice. 
or the right timber or, yeah. you know, the right gruffness or whatever. I mean, because at least with CGI, you can make them look like you look. And that's probably another reason they made the face the way they did, because it's going to be a lot easier to CGI a buzz cut mm-hmm. than it is a wild haircut of any kind. Especially on, so, like, a guy who's supposed to be made of metal. Yeah. Yeah, you would expect everything to be, well, <laughs> smooth. Although I do like how he, when uh, Deadpool punches him, his hand just, like, disintegrates. Oh, God, that was hysterical. And he's like... Oh, Canada! (laughs) And then he's hopping around on one foot. Yeah. That totally made me think of the whole Monty Python Black Knight sequence where he gets all of his arms and legs cut off. It's just a flesh wound! (laughs) And keeps trying to fight. It's, yeah. Who knows? It could have been a tribute to that. Let's see. Negasonic Teenage Warhead was Brianna Hildebrand. Yep. Uh, born in 1996. Wow, that makes me feel old. <laughs> I, I, I looked at her IMDb, and I did not see anything familiar to me. This is only like the fourth thing that she's done, so she is a very new actress. Hey, she's only five foot three. Go short people. <laughs> oh. Although now that I'm looking at it, yeah, she is pretty short compared to everybody else in the movie. Yeah. That's oh, another goodness. thing I like about superhero movies is when you do have a shorter female the powers and stuff tend to make up for it in general. And of course the special effects and everything. And with superheroes, fortunately not a lot of them run around in heels. It drives me nuts when they have these characters run around in heels. And let me tell you, it ain't easy. It ain't easy to walk in those things. You're not going to be, that was one of my biggest beefs with Mulder and Scully on the X-Files, both the old one and the new one is she was still, wearing heels and still running around and, and everything and all terrains and stuff with them. And it's even if you practiced your entire life, running is extremely difficult in heels and it's not practical. They do that to a lot of short actresses, but not when you're a superhero, you end up in boots and it's like, yay, much more realistic. <laughs> if you can get realistic in a superhero movie, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my goodness. There are so many good points in this movie. Like the entire movie was totally worth watching. Like, immediately afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yes. He really likes he really likes the katanas, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. The movie was... It, it was really good. Um, I love the whole thing we were talking about before where he was, like, like typecasting her. Uh, Negasonic mm-hmm. Teenage Warrior, how she's, like... E- she's how, so she's, goth or emo she's so or whatever. She's so goth and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then he's, she's just like, yep, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> and then yep. uh, she's texting. That's so funny. She's oh, like, I oh, love that. He's like, oh, no, finish your tweet. It's not, that's fine. Just give us a second. Go get her, Tiger. So realistic. <laughs> I'm surprised she wasn't filming things with the phone, honestly. Yeah, doing a little uh, Snapchat or something. Something, yeah. Selfie. <laughs> oh, God. I, the thought of Deadpool selfies. Now, there's an Instagram for you. Somebody should do that. Ryan Reynolds should have just taken, like, a bunch of selfies during, like, filming and just posted them. I'm surprised he didn't. I'm surprised he didn't, too. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah, it was it was definitely one I'm going to have to see, not only to have the video of, because when they're that good, I just have to have a copy, but because I want to go back and see what little things I missed the first and or the second time I watched that, because I know there were so many things in there that... It was just too fast for me to get. So definitely a watch again. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we were talking about him just taking the suit before. 
That's uh-huh. in the, that's in the, some of the trivia on IMDb for him. Uh, it said he was allowed to keep his Deadpool costume. He didn't ask, nor did he give anyone a chance to take it from him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the I movie was it. shot in like 40-something days. 48 days. 48 days. Yep. He had a budget of, I believe, about $50 million, which is not much when it comes to those kind of movies, and 48 actual filming days, which, you know, I'm pretty impressed. Oh, apparently he visited Make-A-Wish. That's very cool. Yes, I saw that. I've noticed that a lot with the actors that Marvel tends to choose, is that they're very socially conscious. Um, I don't know if you saw all the hype, but during that one Super Bowl, Chris Pratt and Chris Evans ended up tweeting at each other because their favorite teams were the ones in the Super Bowl. Chris Pratt's from around here, so it was the Seahawks. And uh, Chris Evans is from Boston, and I believe it was the New England Patriots. So they had a little tweet war going on, and they said, okay, whoever wins, the other person has to go to some charity in the Winter City as their character, which I thought, oh, that's really cool. But it ended up that they are such cool guys, they both did it. So Chris Pratt went to a – it wasn't a Ronald McDonald house, but a similar charity as Star-Lord – And Chris Evans came here to Seattle Children's Hospital as Captain America. I mean, that's, you know, and Robert Downey Jr. has also done a lot of charities for kids and Iron Man. He's even helped one kid get a prosthetic arm that looks like Iron Man. I mean, that's just the quality of people that they seem to collect at Marvel. I'm very impressed. I think it's so cool. I would lose an arm for that. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, with the ability to shoot people, yeah, but you'd fly really lopsided. <laughs> <laughs> Double amputee. Or quadruple. <laughs> um, this movie broke a lot of records, didn't it? Um, it was the I first so. R-rated movie just in general oh, yes. to make over $100 million. Yes, uh, it did. Uh, well, to open above $100 million. Um, Plus the biggest opening weekend, too. I mean, didn't it almost beat Star Wars or actually beat Star Wars, I think? Yeah. For a wall break here, uh, we mentioned uh, the Ant-Man thing before, the the total box office. So far, total box office for Deadpool is already over that. Awesome. 120.6. That's amazing. That just goes to show you, if you give the fans what they want and stay true to the character and don't screw it up, people will eat it up. Movie would not be the same. Absolutely. Um. (laughs) I guess they did an interview with uh, Ryan Reynolds and asked if it was a PG-13 movie. He says, well, it, actually, it started off as a PG-13 movie. He said, how do you think the show would be if it stayed as PG-13? He goes, well, it'd be really short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. the uh, the fact that it was rated R made the movie for sure. Uh, yeah. It, it, even, it even did good despite the fact that quite a few countries wouldn't play it because of – Oh yeah, totally. Um, China, they China wanted to cut it so much and change it so much because they have a lot of rules against sex and violence and stuff again mm-hmm. in their media that it was pointless. So they're we're just not going to play it in China. Had a lower budget than any of the X Men, Iron Man, Avengers, or Captain America movies, huh? And yet came out so far ahead. Right, way better totally. than X Men Origins. <laughs> and let's talk about Stan Lee's cameo. Yeah. Oh my God. Strip club DJ. <laughs> oh, that was one of the funniest cameos I think he's done to date. <laughs> it was funny. And he got to be in the uh, one scene with, like, true, true nudity. 
pretty much. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that was definitely full frontal and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I almost thought for a second that if the fight the naked fight scene with uh in like the mm-hmm. uh, warehouse, I guess it would be called. Factory, warehouse, whatever yeah. it was, yeah. Um I, f- I felt like if it wasn't so quick, there might have been nudity in that scene too, but it was really, really fast. They said that that was inspired by a nude fight scene, which was actually a lot more unpleasantly bloody. I cannot recall the movie, but I know that the main character was played by Vigo Mortensen. Um, there was a clip of it on YouTube, and I was surprised because that one was really graphic and bloody, not in a fun way. But supposedly this one was actually inspired by that. And I'll admit, as a female, I'll probably end up someday owning the DVD and slowing that scene down. (laughs) (laughs) Just because I (laughs) can't. Oh my goodness. The, the, um, what was I looking at? Um, I was reading something. Oh, the pizza delivery guy. Uh Uh-huh. He's in the comics. Really? But he dies in the comics. And in the movie, it's sort of left to, like, they think he probably was left alive. That was the impression that I got. That he got a severe warning and probably peed himself, honestly. <laughs> yeah, but in the, uh, in the in the comic books, he dies. He's killed by him. Interesting. The well, that would definitely be a mask. deterrent. <laughs> he won't bother you ever again. He's dead. <laughs> That's one way to get rid of a stalker. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Oh, apparently apparently was... on, on April Fool's Day, he posted on Twitter that it was going to be PG-13. Which oh, that's hysterical. Everybody just flipped their lid. I bet. That's too funny. Oh, yeah, gosh. I, I got to say the marketing for this movie was brilliant. Yeah, because they, of... they had two trailers that were extra, mm-hmm. that were just yep. explicitly online because you couldn't have... Right. Like, like, FCC is very, very strict about some stuff. Oh, yes. Which is weird because it seems like... If it's late late enough at night, some stuff just goes. Who knows? I mean, I know there's a certain cutoff time, but um, they've moved it around over the years, so. Yeah, because I know some, like, late shows do, like, pretty, like, inappropriate language and stuff like that. Um, And it wasn't even on TV at that time either, so. (laughs) Yeah, they still have their limits, but, uh, yeah. Oh, and the strip club's a real strip club, apparently. Number five, Orange. I noticed that in the trivia. Up in Vancouver, which is only a three-hour drive from here. I've been up there to – I actually was a huge X-Files fan back in the day. Um, So I went up there and with some friends, and we went around to see all the different places that they shot there and and the Lone Gunman TV series and everything. And that was kind of fun. It's it's a lovely city. It's just beautiful. And everybody's terribly nice. I hate to say it, but that Canadian stereotype in general, yeah, everybody was really, really nice. (laughs) Yep, I do, I do like the tie-ins to the X-Men, right? Um, mm-hmm. I guess it's also produced by 20th Century Fox, so that makes sense. But the continuity still, it's that kind of Marvel continuity mm-hmm. that impresses me within their entire universe. I mean, when the X-Jet left the X-Mansion, it was a, it's a, the particular airline, air, sorry, aircraft is called a SR-71 or a Blackbird, which is what it was in the X-Men movies. And even though that plane is no longer made, it's actually retired from the military. Yeah. I love Because people found out about it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No longer secret, so. Right. 
I actually was a military brat and grew up overseas, so I remember when that plane was considered secret back in the 70s. But, of course, if, any, if you had a family member that worked on base, you knew what the Blackbird was. You know, So I love that continuity that from movie to movie and within their entire universe, they can do all of these references, not just in Deadpool, but the other Marvel movies. And if you follow one, you get it. I love that. Yeah, and well, they they tie it in more than just like referencing yeah. a few X Men and showing a few. Even like yeah. I'm pretty sure like his like mutation is like the same thing that mutated uh, Wolverine too. So, well, there there actually was a slight reference to that when they have the serumy stuff that they inject into him through his IV. It's mm-hmm. got little red dots in it. And that's a reference to the fact that his healing factor is a shoot-off of Wolverines. Which is pretty cool. Um, I don't know. It's it's a little things. (laughs) It's like, it's very similar, but also at the same time, uh, Wolverine, like, regenerates, I think, faster, though. Uh Uh-huh. But they both can regenerate to, like, the same, like, extent where, like, both of them could, like, be, like, reduced to, like, a single cell and they can regenerate. Yeah. But it seems like uh, Wolverine does it quite a bit faster because oh, yeah. Wolverine gets blown up by like nukes twice and his yeah. cells survive fat like long enough to actually continue yeah or the um where he was shot in the head when he was trying to defend um Iceman and Pyro forgive me for not remembering exactly which movie that was <laughs> but the bullet actually pushes itself out of his yeah. forehead because he's healing that fast which yes um one thing that bugged me is I I watched something on the internet about uh, how Deadpool or Wolverine could theoretically die without, uh-huh. without disintegration because disintegration obviously is a thing. Yeah. If, if all the cells are gone, then he's dead. Um, and his, the person's argument was, well, if the brain is destroyed, then he would regenerate, but he wouldn't remember anything. Like his memories would be destroyed. But right. in the movie, he's stabbed in, like, the side of the noggin and sees, like, <laughs> like animated cartoon characters. Oh, good point. <laughs> and good he pulls point. it out, and he's fine. Yeah, even though the the cute little music and stuff kind of goes as if a tape was stretched. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I thought that was kind of an interesting way of showing it. But, yeah, it's nothing like Wolverine's um, being shot, I think it actually was at the end of X-Men Origins, yeah. being shot in the head, right. and that's how he forgets he was Weapon X. Yeah. He forgets his, he forgets yeah. everything, basically. Yeah, and that's just from getting shot in the forehead, and not even actually hitting the brain, because at that point, he had the adamantium bonded to his bones already. Mm-hmm. So it basically was hitting a brick wall, or lead wall, or adamantium wall, whatever you want to call it, and the shock the shock itself just bumped the brain and yeah. made him forget. And that's, so, that's yeah, that's science, a good point. Right? That's like, yeah. totally wrong because, well, actually, it's I think it's right. It doesn't it doesn't penetrate his skull, but it also no, it shouldn't penetrate. It shouldn't theoretically be able to dent it either, though. No, it shouldn't be because able to dent the... it. But I'm thinking they're thinking of the concussion of the mm-hmm. brain moving within the skull, like the problems that football players and boxers have. Right. But yeah, the but continuity the... between that and. Um, the knife in the side of the head for Deadpool is a little off. Which eh. I don't know if, I don't know if like, it was still funny. Yeah. It's funny, but I'm, I'm pretty sure there's stories of like people that have been like harpooned in the head with like a steel rod and they, they're yes. like totally fine. Yes. Actually that happened back, I believe in the late 1800s. It was a minor, um, 
and an explosion within a mine right. shot I can't think the guy's name shot a steel rod up through the bottom of his jaw through the top of his head and it just happened to be lucky enough to not hit something that would basically be an off button but his personality changed completely after that mm-hmm. and he and was his brain, his much brain, more like, violent totally person healed. yeah which is which is really cool um, it's amazing what the human body can actually withstand we we know so little about the brain so mm-hmm it's pretty difficult to, like, I mean, I guess the physics could be there where, like, maybe Wolverine's situation was different. Yeah. You know I mean, because we don't, we don't know a lot about the brain. So, like, memories could be stored in, like, a weird fashion to where his memories are okay, but because of the, like, shocks of the brain, uh, Wolverine, he forgets, but... Yeah, maybe he can't access them or something. Yeah. Um, and there's also the factor of the mutant X gene. I mean, when you start playing with genetics, that's bringing a whole new magic author wand into the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, we can explain that. It's genetics. It's new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's all His DNA is different. <laughs> as long as you don't take it so far that it's unbelievable. Oh, here's a good question. <laughs> I know that's making us think. Here's a good question for unbelievable science then. After Deadpool hits Colossus and kicks him, so he's basically got three limbs out of Yeah. Yeah. Just like completely annihilated. How'd he get home? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I mean he, come Wait, on. <laughs> yeah, and also how does he saw off his hand and leave like the hand giving the finger? Isn't I know. his hand like completely shattered? <laughs> That's a good point. Unless, it, unless it, like, that part regenerated already. Like, uh, healed. Yeah. I don't know. Although don't that know. was hilarious. How the hand's just hanging there, flipping them off. That was. That was hysterical. They have but some, they have some a... like, trivia here for that stuff. It says when Deadpool was sawing off his hand, causing blood to spray in his face. No, spraying Colossus' face. Uh-huh. He says, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Well, and I think a lot of people didn't get the reference right before when he was mm-hmm. talking about, what was it, 28 days or or so, however many days it was. But that was a reference to the true story movie about the guy who had been um, mountain climbing or hiking or whatever and had gotten his arm caught and had to saw off his own arm to survive. That yep. was quite a while ago. But fortunately, I knew that one. So I, ah, I'm going to look away for a second. <laughs> but it wasn't that bad. It was It was funny fake and then they have this thing where when ajax <laughs> suggests uh sewing his mouth shut oh god that was hysterical and dead <laughs> goes oh you don't want to do that <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah that one was really funny the one thing oh my they... god and then bob when... oh when, yes when they're when they're near the helicarrier Yes, the reference to the Hydra that they couldn't actually make. That was hysterical. Hydra Bob. That was hilarious. I love that. They're like, how's the kids? Did right? you still make that good tuna, tuna, uh, tuna casserole? <laughs> and then he just like knocks, like, just like smashes the guy. Boom! And he's like, Bleh. knocks him out instead of Although killing he kill him. Although doesn't kill him. <laughs> no. nice. But a friend of mine did point out something that I didn't think about. Given all of the destruction that happened, even if Bob was unconscious, he probably got squished. True. Unfortunately. Unless it was one of those magical movie moments where he happened to be standing at the one point where when everything falls over, you know, there's like like a window on a wall. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, it could be. <laughs> I do like at the end of the movie where uh, Deadpool shoots uh, Ajax in the head, Francis. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's like, he's like, that's what separates heroes from uh, the rest of the people and blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, and just shoots the guy. Yes. <laughs> and then he, and then Colossus is like, <laughs> oh, that was, the, I think that he's was like, probably Come on, one of the man. funniest parts. And he, yeah. And he's like, you just were just talking and talking. Yes. Just wouldn't shut up. And Colossus tosses his cookies. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, you just wouldn't shut up. And the second he like, Colossus started talking about him not killing him. I was like, it's dead. He's gonna. He's he's gonna. He's yep. He's a goner. It's his, it's his arch enemy. What do you expect? <laughs> but yes, that was a hysterical reaction. It's like if you're gonna be an X Man, Colossus, you're gonna have to toughen up a little. <laughs> it's not all walks through the forest and flowers. This <laughs> is while trying out different uniforms to wear. Deadpool wears a single eye mask that slightly resembles Slade Wilson. Not familiar with that one. That's Deathstroke. Oh God, it's been so many years. <laughs> Let me uh, pull up a picture because Google is your friend. It is. Deathstroke image search. New Teen Titans go. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of. Okay, I, I can kind of see that, but Deathstroke is more like a half on one side, half mm-hmm. on the other. Um, Interesting. But yeah, some, hey. of these, some of these things are good. I did like the, oh my goodness, the I still can't get over the, the after scene credit with the whole... Because <laughs> that, that, that movie is totally about uh, fourth wall breaking as well. Right? Oh, yeah. Because he talks to the yeah. camera the whole time. Yep. And the bathroom was just killing me. I'm sorry. It's soft it, and fluffy it, over the, his The uniform. scene is like, is like pixel for pixel, basically, except mm-hmm. for the fact that it's Deadpool. Yeah. It's so perfect. It, it was brilliant. And just the – can you imagine the research that the writers had to do mm-hmm. to get all these references in and why there? Were, and what made them think, oh, man, we should really do a Ferris Bueller's Day Off at the end? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that just really set the whole tone. Because, you know, even killers have to relax sometime. Your friendly neighborhood pool guy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it might be wrong, but with that level of sass and, and that ability of strength and snarkiness, Deadpool can come clean my pool. I, oh my gosh, I love how, um... Oh, when, they, when they're doing the Deadpool? Oh, yes. He thinks yes. that he dies, so he's gonna, he's gonna get the thing, and it turns out he's immortal, and he's like, oh man, I'm never gonna get my money now. I know. <laughs> and did you notice the names that were up there? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I mean, Bill Cosby, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, Bill Cosby, uh, Charlie Vlad- Sheen, Vladimir Lindsay Lohan, Putin. Miley Cyrus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was hysterical. That They're voting on who's gonna die. Yeah, they're... Oh, no, I'm never gonna win. <laughs> He's like, man, no, I'm never going to win. And, you know, I just realized, isn't that the same guy that in Transformers gets, like, totally annihilated? His friend? I don't know. Let's check uh, IMDb. I don't remember if he was in Transformers or not. Like, the the one where uh, Age of Extinction or something like that? 
where they're shooting those missiles that turns everything into like dust or something. Sounds vaguely familiar. I feel like that might be him, but it could be a totally different actor. I don't remember. Yeah, let's see. The filmography of T.J. Miller. I know I've uh, seen him several times on. T.J. Miller's hilarious. He is very funny. He could be Deadpool if he wanted to be. I don't think it'd be as good, but he could be him. Maybe. Transformers Age of Extinction. Lucas Flannery was the character. Yep. Yep. It was him. He gets, like, totally annihilated in that movie. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's a small world. <laughs> he has, like, the smallest amount of screen time possible, then he just gets annihilated. Yeah, everybody needs I an NPC. I recognized him from something. Because <laughs> I don't think I've seen very many movies with him in it. No, it looks like according to his uh, IMDb page, and no, we're not shilling for IMDb. They're just really useful. He does a lot of voice acting, too. Uh, we got Big Hero 6, Family Guy, a lot of cartoons, which is pretty cool. Um, rest of it's mostly TV shows. Ironically, he was apparently in, in 2011 in something called A Toast to Green Lantern. Mm. That's too funny. <laughs> too funny. It's it's all full circle. That's probably why. They, oh yeah. That's probably why they had him in the movie in the first place. Yep. You know, it's like you were mentioning on your other show about the movie Martian. I saw the previews for Martian. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm interested. Same. And honestly, the big draw there is because Sebastian Stan, aka the Winter Soldier, is in it. And it's like, okay, I like his acting like that. I'd like to see more of what he does. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. I don't think I've actually seen The Winter Soldier. I've seen almost <gasps> all the movies. I yes. don't think I've seen that one. Well, you have to see it before Civil War comes out because well, it's yeah. it's critical. Which Civil War is pretty much an Avengers movie. Let's oh, be yeah. honest. Yeah, but there's going to be a, a lot of the story is about Steve finding Bucky so and chasing after Bucky. So you really have to see Winter Soldier for the entire context. It's It, it can stand alone, but it's going to mean so much more. I mean, you'll you'll get all the little nuances then. I agree. Oh my goodness, Deadpool! I could talk about Dead Deadpool forever. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that's definitely a see again. A ten out of ten stars, and I have got to have a copy when it comes out. I would, hope, I would almost extras. even suggest somebody if they're going to go to see the movie that they should see the movie, leave, figure out what movie when it's playing next, and just hang out in the theater so you don't have to buy another ticket. Let's go see it again. Oh, uh, let's be ethical. I mean, come on. He or went to all the or... trouble of making it. Let's give him the money for <laughs> that's it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> the more money we give him, the more sequels we get. In that case, they should walk out and buy another ticket and go see it again. There we go. Yeah. And then buy the DVD when it comes out. Oh, man, I can't wait to see what kind of extras will be on that one. <laughs> that should yeah, be really they, interesting. They've already confirmed um, what's-his-face is going to be in the next movie. Yeah. Where do they? Cable. No, the, the didn't they say the actor that was going to play him? Um, I think that was a want, not an actual, we've signed him yet. Who did they say they wanted again? It was in the um, Ferris Bueller thing. Oh, gosh. Uh, let's see. Let me look it up. <laughs> I, I love to research things. I just love looking up things. Because I, I remember the visual of the, the guy, because he, he even has the same kind of hair as Cable. But I can't remember the actor's name. Uh, let's see. Yes, you too, while you're listening to this, can turn to Google and find out. <laughs> I don't recall if I've seen a bunch of stuff by the guy, but I remember looking at the picture going, oh, well, they have the same hair. I found that post at 
credit scene, but I don't see the. But that's for Ferris Bueller's Day Off, not not Deadpool. <laughs> but yeah, um, Stephen Lang. Right here right. it is. Yeah, Stephen Lang, and apparently that's a popular choice. But yeah, I could see that because he actually kind of looks mm-hmm. like the guy. He does kind of look like Abel. You know, I'm not familiar with a lot of his roles, but um, the reaction around the net seems to say that he could do that kind of character, the sort of hard-bitten, mercenary, military-ish he sort of looks type. He kind of like a military Oh, guy. he does. Oh, totally. oh, you know what? I saw him in a movie before he was in Avatar. I didn't see that one. It wasn't a very good movie. Don't see it. <laughs> That's what I've heard. But he was in it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got my own issues with not wanting to see that one. We'll talk about that next time. <laughs> um, the only thing that... I don't. Did they have like the Ferris Bueller like sound effect in the end credit, or did they not? I don't think they did. I don't think so. Where they do the. <laughs> actually, maybe they. I think they did. Because if they didn't have it, then they should have. Because that's. I like, think they did. The only thing people think of when you say Ferris Bueller's Day Off, they're like. <laughs> I think they actually did. Now, see, there's another reason to see it again. Oh, you know what? You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, and I'm going, it's going through my memory. I'm almost 100 percent positive they did. Yeah. Like, the screen went black, and then just goes... Yes, you're right. You're right. It did. Yeah, great movie. Holy smokes. Can't wait to see Deadpool 2. Absolutely. Although I look they, forward to that. They shouldn't call it Deadpool 2. They should just be more unique. Deadpool something. I, I'm sure they'll come up with something. Especially if Ryan Reynolds contains or can, retains as much control. I wonder if they're going to make him bring it back, if bring back his costume to wear it. <laughs> or, the, or, the, or if they'll just be like... Probably. Eh, we'll make you another one. Because I saw that they, they made encourage him. a lot. For, they made a lot of those suits for the movie. Like Oh, you'd have to as much different as they variations get up of it and everything. for each of the scenes. And all for all the stunt people, too. Right. No, he does his own stunts, right? <laughs> I think he does some of them, but there's always some that, just for insurance purposes, they don't like the actors yeah, do. Yeah, he probably didn't do the backflip off the car to shoot those three guys in the head. Probably not. probably some sort of stunt guy. <laughs> probably. Let's hope. <laughs> But yeah, good movie. Very Glad good. Glad I watched movie. it. Everybody should go see it. If you haven't, Absolutely. although if you listen to the whole thing so far, you probably should still see it. It was a good movie. It was worth. Spoilers aside, go see it because you'll yeah, have your own interpretation on what you see, and you'll have the enjoyment of seeing all the little things that we couldn't remember the day after we saw yeah, it because yeah. it was just so cool. Yeah, because plus, um, like I said, never I let saw a spoiler. It and I wanted stop. to see it right away. So yeah, yeah. Never let a spoiler stop you. You maybe can enjoy I just, it. Maybe wrongly. I just save somebody like twelve bucks or something. They don't have to watch it twice. Now they only have to watch it once. And buy the DVD. <laughs> you oh can tell gosh. what I plan to do in the future. I need to buy the DVD. Yep. To the collection. Of course. Yeah. So that was a good discussion about Deadpool. It was. We'll do Thank another one on much. Deadpool too when it comes out. We'll be seeing you. Yeah. Did you enjoy this episode of Avoid All Spoilers? Well, why not check out another episode of ours? If you want to give us a rating on iTunes while you're there, or if you want to give us more feedback than a simple star rating, go ahead and tweet me at BradBell underscore on Twitter. Thanks for listening.